It is Friday, June 26th, 2020, and this is the World of Sports Podcast Radio Show, episode 23. Welcome back to a Friday edition of the World of Sports Podcast Radio Show Short Episode Edition. I am admittedly late to this story, but I am actually kind of glad I am. More information has come out since I would have otherwise reported on this or talked about it, I guess. Um, And there have been other sports that have had more breaking news with more attention, at least from the sports community. Uh, This story's had a lot of national attention from legitimate news uh, outlets um, and it's over a more controversial topic but I don't want to ignore it because I think it's it, because it's part of sports and I want to still talk about sports I don't want to be shy away from a particular part of sports um, believe it or not NASCAR car racing is a part of sports um, it is very difficult to drive a car around in a circle at 200 miles an hour that's considered a sport uh, NASCAR has been kind of a southern sport that has been a haven for white people. Uh, specifically, they're kind of viewed as a lower class sport. Um, but I'm not really going to get into like what is NASCAR. Um, I want to get into the specifically one particular part of NASCAR that it happened and one result of it. So NASCAR has always had this history of allowing the confederate flag it's kind of a southern cultural thing according to the white people who fly it and nascar doesn't hasn't really wanted to annoy their fans um with the recent george floyd protests and the actual change that has come from it nascar could not have people flying the confederate flags obviously i'm sure you know by now that they banned them um and it was met with a fair amount of hostility Um, in terms of people driving around the stadium uh, where they were supposed to race last weekend, waving them, a plane flying overhead saying defund NASCAR with the Confederate flag. Um, And they were, and there's reason to believe that this would, you know, happen. They were, they were racing at Talladega, which is in Alabama, um, a very conservative crowd that happened to have been part of the Confederacy, the state at least. Um, and you can easily imagine where the fans would be a little bit upset. Um, well, there's one black NASCAR driver, and his name is Bubba Wallace. And Bubba Wallace had partially been part of the implementation of this change. He simply asked and kind of got it. Um, usually you would think it would take a lot more. It would take multiple voices. It didn't. It was just Bubba Wallace. Um, and Bubba qualified for this race in Talladega um, and so he went and I believe the initial race was supposed to be Sunday um, and it was canceled due to rain but Sunday anyway uh, a, and I want to make sure I have this right so I'm reading a sporting news article with the timeline of events here um, on Sunday during an inspection of the garage which was not very accessible, even to to racers and their teams. Um, If you don't know, there's a whole entire team behind a NASCAR racer. There are coaches, there are people who watch the track for accidents, and then there's an entire pit crew. 
that not only change the tires on the car uh, during the race, but they also keep the car, they also maintain the car during the week, throughout the year. Um, there's a whole process to racing. You don't just bring the car on the track. But because of coronavirus, they didn't want people in their team, the areas around the car, they really limited it to it. Um, so Saturday, Sunday afternoon, someone noticed there was a noose, a rope tied or tied to be a noose hanging from one of the garage doors where Bubba Wallace's car was. Um, obviously Bubba Wallace being the only black NASCAR driver and with the recent uh, banning of the Confederate flag, there was some reason to be kind of uh, concerned. Uh, this was discovered by someone not affiliated with the team, not Bubba Wallace himself, someone entirely separate who was doing a just a quick check. They alerted NASCAR, who did a full sweep of the garage with the security team to see if there was anything else. Um, NASCAR's obviously had to deal with this. Even just because they didn't find anything didn't mean it wasn't a hate crime. Um, because that's the way it definitely appeared. Um, they had a senior meeting and they determined they wanted, they, they needed to investigate this. About an hour and a half later, they decided the, the, this team of senior NASCAR leaders decided to notify Bubba Wallace and his team. And now Bubba Wallace is part of the Richard Petty team. Um, and Richard Petty, if you don't know, is a very his, a very storied uh, and successful uh, NASCAR driver. He carries a lot of uh, respect. Um, Richard Petty Motorsports is the actual name of the team. Um, so not only was Bubba contacted, but his entire team, the entire Richard Petty team, was contacted. Um, and NASCAR decided they needed to, to expand this. It needed to be a little bit bigger. They contacted the FBI. And I'm assuming local authorities as well. Early the next morning, uh, the FBI from the FBI office in Birmingham reached out and began their investigation. Now, these stalls where these cars are parked had opened last October. So the videos and, and surveillance camera that they could um, only could go obviously that far back. Um, also, if you don't know, they race usually twice a year at these places so they they generally look back at, at they would look at you know the races in the fall or the spring so that's why they you go to october and you go well, well what about all the other times well generally speaking these racetracks are used about twice a year so nascar lets the fbi do their investigation they contact a whole lot of people do a lot of investigating and decided that they were able to prove that this was not a hate crime. This was a very unfortunate circumstance. It turns out that this noose was part of a rope that was used to pull the garage door down, make it easier, and it had been there since the stall was opened, or pretty much since the stall was opened in October of 2019. So, And back then, Bubba Wallace was not in that stall. I don't know exactly how it's determined, but these are it's not like you're just assigned it. You 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 qualify the way you qualify for Talladega it determines where you your car is. So at least from the perspective of, of kind of the layman, this looks like a very 
unfortunate example uh, of just kind of bad luck. Who would have known the Bubba Wallace would end up in exactly that stall with this exact noose? Um, someone must have made a very unfortunate decision to tie that as the way to pull it down. But NASCAR decided to do some more investigating, and so did the FBI. And they released a little bit of that yesterday on Thursday. And what they found was surprising, to say the least. You would think that if someone made a noose like that in one place, they would probably do it somewhere else. But NASCAR decided to look at the 29 tracks that they race, and they looked at every single track and looked at every single garage stall, which totals 1,684 to be exact. They found 11 that had pull-down ropes with a knot. A lot of them had pull-down ropes. Not all of them had knots. Of the 11... Only one was a noose. Bubba Wallace's. And I guess that that seems like a very big coincidence. But NASCAR used very specific language when they wrote this. And they made sure to label it as a noose. And there's a very good reason for that. It is a noose. If you look at it, and I encourage you to, it is... It is exactly what I would describe a noose as to look like. Now, I've seen some people say that it's it's not a noose because the rope isn't adjustable. It looks pretty adjustable to me. But the other part of this is that there's been this label of Bubba Wallace was lying. Bubba Wallace wasn't telling the truth. There's only one outcome, and that is a noose and therefore a hate crime. So Bubba Wallace's defense has been this was a noose. However you cut it, this was a noose. There's no other appropriate name that you can give it. It was a noose. And from the minute this was released that it wasn't that it wasn't a hate crime, Bubba Wallace went right on the defensive. He was on CNN, he was on ESPN, he was in contact with reporters. He was very much he made himself the face of this. And he said it was a noose. I guess it wasn't a hate crime. It was a noose. And I respect him for doing that. That's really hard. You could really hide behind someone like Richard Petty and, and your spokes, NASCAR spokesman. And you, you could kind of hide behind that. But he came out and he said, I know there's going to be haters. And trust me, there were. Uh, the Twitter, the comments throughout all of these posts from all these reporters were littered with comments comparing him to Jesse Smollett who was an actor in Chicago who faked a racist incident in order to get I guess attention but Bubba's argument was that he was not doing that he didn't make this up this was a legitimate story that needed to be covered and needed to have attention put on a fair question I guess would be why did he not just come out and say well I guess it wasn't a hate crime it's just a really bad coincidence. And that's for two reasons. One, I think that he felt that saying it was just kind of a mistake would have taken the attention away from what it actually was, which was still a noose. He didn't want that attention of what it was to be taken away and the potential of what it could be. Just because it wasn't a hate crime this time doesn't mean that someone wouldn't do it in the future and call it a hate crime. He wanted to show the people that it was still a noose and it was still on his stall and it still bothered him. And the other reason is you didn't want to lose credibility. 
He didn't want to look like he had made it up. He didn't want to look like the story was false. He didn't want people to call him a liar. He was trying to get ahead of the comments from the haters or from the people who were who are the real racists who want to still fly the Confederate flag. He didn't want this mistake or coincidence or whatever you want to call it to drown out the NASCAR decision and put pressure on them the other way. Now, I don't think NASCAR is going to move. I don't think they're going to put back the Confederate flag. And if you are hoping that they will, you need to get over it because it's not going to happen. But I also understand where he came from. I don't think he wanted to lay down and just say, you know what? I guess it's a serious, unfortunate, unfortunate set of circumstances and move on. And I commend him for doing that. I guess he maybe could have admitted that it wasn't a little, that he wasn't a hate crime a little more clearly, but he didn't want to admit he was wrong because he, he didn't think he was, and I don't really think he is either. He also didn't, didn't start this. And I think that's important to note because I keep seeing, to have the, the Bubba Smollett comment, to compare him to Jesse Smollett, means that he started this. He was the one that alerted people. He was the one that made a big deal about it. In reality, he wasn't even contacted until well after this started. But I guess the other question is, was this really coincidence? There were a lot of different stalls that were looked at, almost 1,700 across 29 tracks. This was the only one. And I don't think we will know. I don't know who decided to put it as a noose, whoever did it. Uh, clearly made a poor choice. I, I don't actually know why they did it. I don't know that we ever will. And unfortunately, I don't know how that's going to sit with Bubba Wallace because he's, he's going to have this kind of hangover him for a while where this happened and he doesn't really have a, a comment to be able to, to refute it. Or I don't really know. I do feel kind of bad for him in that respect. But if you do listen to this and you don't know the story... Uh, it's a very interesting one, and it, and it I don't think it's over. I don't want to cover it necessarily a whole lot. Um, this really comes down to a broader issue, more than just this particular incident with a noose. I think at the end of the day, Bubba Wallace has done a lot more good than he off the track than he could ever do on it. He has changed the sport of NASCAR forever in a way that is only better. He will bring in more fans. From this, just this this time period alone, there will be more fans of color who might be more interested in racing. There will be more fans who are willing to give it a chance of all races. NASCAR decided to make the right decision. Bubba Wallace made the right decision by speaking up. And there's a lot to go. NASCAR obviously has a very... Uh, checkered history and they have a lot of proving left to do but this was the first step and this unfortunate set of circumstances happened to get in the middle but I think this shouldn't tarnish and I don't think it will tarnish Bubba Wallace at all anyway thank you for listening and I will be back tomorrow for a Saturday edition of the World of Sports podcast radio show short episode edition